Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Bruno Talks with. Today we will be talking about uh, success, but also about the failures, what it takes to, to have a successful product, how many failed attempts do you need. Uh, my guest Alex West uh, had like 19 failed <laughs> attempts before he launched his uh, successful product. So we'll be talking about that, but also what I wanted to, this episode to be uh, I want to put some kind of uh, motivational uh, note here because I believe that a story from Alex will inspire you a little bit at least to think about what you can do and what you can start. So yeah, stay tuned. Hi Alex, welcome to the show. Thanks uh, for, for uh, accepting being here and uh, for being my guest. How are you? What are you doing? Uh, so maybe a few, few words about yourself, some short introduction. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me, Bruno, first of all. Uh, congrats on the show. Like, I see that you've started really fast pumping out episodes. Uh, I like the style. It's going to be like a free-flowing, simple conversation between friends. Uh, from my side, for, pe for people that uh, don't know me, uh, I'm Alex. Uh, I've been in the maker community for about two and a half years. It was only in the last six months where things took off. Like, as Bruno was saying, uh, it's not that easy. I mean, it's simple, but uh, it takes time. And for me, it took a long time. It took 19 failed attempts. Uh, my 20th product was the one that went well. And uh, right now, like, just a, a brief overview, uh, I'm working on a lead generation service for digital agencies. It's called uh, Cyberleads, uh, getcyberleads.com. And uh, basically, it's uh, a newsletter where I provide agencies with uh, high quality leads uh, every single month in the inbox. And I charge money uh, on a subscription uh, monthly basis. So yeah, that's that's what, I, what I'm working on at the moment. And I also have like a full time job because that's a big thing in the in the maker community. So you are still still working in, as a full time. Uh, are you a developer or? Yes. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I'm a software engineer. Uh, like the full time job, I hear everyone uh, wanting to quit to 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 make it and uh, and the side project. Uh, well, for me, it was the opposite. Before I had the job, I couldn't get my ass and sit down and work like proper work. You know, you know when on the weekends when you have all the day to yourself and you do fuck all, nothing. That was my life. Like I didn't have a full-time job. I was a student in Greece. Uh, I would wake up in the morning, have a coffee, go for a run, come back. It was already noon, work a little bit on my side projects, but not really working, like pretend working. Uh, and then it would, I would eat afternoon. Basically I would do nothing all day long. Uh, and then I started the full-time job and uh, I got scared shitless because I'm like, oh, fuck, this is it. So this will be my life all day. I have to escape from this. So I'd wake up in the morning and Bruno, in two hours, I would do a lot more than I did all day long uh, when I didn't have a job. So I think may, having constraints like a full-time job actually can help you a lot. Uh, did, it did me anyway. So you are kind of those morning person, so you are not... Uh... 
or do you no, do sir. you just no, shift, shift uh, the work in the morning? Yeah, I'm not a morning person. Like uh, I used to wake up at eleven, uh, even twelve sometimes. But uh, in the beginning, when I started my full-time job, my, my my plan was okay. I go to work. I finish work at six o'clock. I go home. I eat something, and then I have like a, a three-hour block that I can work on my side projects. But you know what it's like after a full-time job, like you're toast especially in a creative job like engineering or writing code every day uh, so i would get back home and i would stare at my screen feeling sorry about myself because i couldn't concentrate because that's the big thing that until you find that idea that is the hardest part that's not the easy part that's the hardest part after that is a bit easier but at that point when you're looking for an idea and you're looking for the distribution channels and how to do the marketing you have to be creative and that needs a lot of energy it's not as easy as okay three hours that's it so uh, i flipped my priorities and i started working in the morning i hated that at first but now it's sort of like a habit so yeah uh, we, we said like uh, 19 failed projects i mean they, they they i suppose they were not totally fails but uh, uh, you you wouldn't call them as successful as cyber leads so can you just I don't know, give give us overview of what are those projects about. So I know that you were building those that kind of uh, web web browser uh, epilepsy blocker. That was pretty pretty cool. I think it even ended up as a free product, as, as a free uh, free extension, if I'm correct. But uh, maybe you can just mention that and may, maybe some other project, because I think this uh, 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 plugin was pretty much cool thing, and uh, I would like to, to mention it and to share it. Yeah, I, I actually like a lot what you said. That uh, okay, the game we're in is, you know, to achieve freedom. To and you need money as the vehicle to achieve that freedom. But just because some projects did not make money, it doesn't mean that they were unsuccessful. So uh, that plugin, for example. Uh, that, uh, what Bruno is referring to, is a project I built in 2019. Uh, it was a, a Chrome extension similar to an ad blocker that you install on your on your browser. You know how ad blockers work, where you, you scroll on the page and you never see an ad, right? It's blocked it before you've even seen it. Well, there's some people that have uh, photosensitive epilepsy. And uh, basically, uh, if something is flashing a lot, or like with weird patterns, like we've all had like seen gifts and stuff like that. Uh, that could trigger a seizure to people with photosensitive epilepsy and it's uh, even lethal actually. Um, and there was nothing to protect them online. And I was on Twitter as I usually am, uh, drinking my coffee in Greece. And uh, I saw one day an article about uh, a famous a uh, New York Times journalist uh, who uh, has this kind of epilepsy and was attacked. Uh, he was sent some um, dangerous animated gifs on Twitter and he had a, a very strong seizure and uh, they arrested the guys and I saw them like, okay, this should be something for sure. And I Google around and I find nothing. And when I say nothing, I mean nothing, nothing. So with my stupid brain, I thought it was super easy to build. 
And I said, okay, fuck it, I'll build it. It will take a week probably because, you know, I'm quick at building stuff. But it wasn't that easy. I had to read research papers. I had to read like uh, uh, guidelines from, I don't know, the, the UK uh, telecommunication broadcast uh, uh, organization, stuff like that. Uh, and it took like two months, all day, every day coding. But I was really into it. And my, my girlfriend was actually really pushing me to do this. Uh, not as a business. Like in, in the beginning, I wanted to have it free. But the day before I launched, I saw that, you know, computation was crazy. It would take an animated GIF and it would loop through all the pixels one by one and see if they're flashing and everything. And if you take even the simplest GIF, that is, I don't know, let's say uh, 200, no, 600 by 600 pixels and 200 frames, I think it's like 70 million pixels to analyze. So if you write like a for loop, forget it. it. It will take five minutes and this had to be real time. Uh, so I, there was no way this could be free and be used by many people because the costs would be through the roof. Uh, I managed with some ways to make it more efficient, but I had to charge a price. And that's when things went bad because I did not like uh, charging a price for this. I had many people telling me that, you know, 10 bucks a month is a lot, I live on benefits. Many times people that have a, this type of epilepsy have other disabilities, like they don't walk, they can't move correctly. So I'm like, fuck this, man. I don't want to uh, have my incentives, you know, mixed up. Uh, what I want is to build something more boring and uh, have this for free. And that's uh, what it is now. But as you were saying, just to close this story, Epilepsy Blocker was uh, the, the thing that got me this fantastic job that I have here. So without Epilepsy Blocker, I wouldn't have moved abroad. I wouldn't have started this job and possibly I wouldn't have started CyberLeads either. So yeah, in the end, uh, it, it is kind of, uh, even as you said, it's not uh, successful in terms of uh, bringing you money. It uh, brings you uh some possibilities uh in in your life definitely so uh yeah and uh when we when you when you say that you rearranged the uh, um your day life so you shifted your uh, creative work uh, in a uh, i read somewhere that uh, you also read this uh, atomic habits book so uh, does it have a lot of did it have a lot of impact uh, on your way of thinking and uh, what you changed what what besides this uh, shifting the, the the your daily schedule what else have you changed in, in your mindset in your approach in your I don't know taking uh, looking at the business as well yeah a, a lot of things uh, really a lot of things number one was that uh, I, w I was living like as a university student in Greece, I was not working. I was designing my, my lifestyle from a place of comfort. Like uh, I was, money was not an issue for me. I was thinking about things bigger than money, like epilepsy blocker, for example. And uh, I wasn't actually looking at reality the way it is. Like things are far more simpler. Like it's not that easy to change your world from your bedroom and with your pajamas and become the next Elon Musk or you know do something grandiose and huge it's a lot easier to change your world first and then you can maybe you know 
give money to charity or whatever. I think it's mostly ego that people want to build like a like a something that will improve humanity uh, and not so much that they want to provide value because you can build something boring and give money to charity for example uh, that was one thing so i said fuck that no more unique ambitious uh, products that are super difficult to build you have huge responsibility and it's very difficult to make money and you actually feel bad making money because you want these things for free uh, let's build something boring. Let's build something that I know that people will pay for. Let's build something without code because with my day job, I sort of fell out of love with programming. Uh, I, I realized that it wasn't programming per se that I loved, but the, the act of creating something out of nothing. Like we've all felt that, but you write a piece of code, you put it in the cloud, you know, it's alive, it's there, it doesn't sleep, it doesn't drink coffee, it doesn't complain, it does its magical little thing. It's fantastic, but that wasn't, the, the code and the programming languages wasn't the thing that I was into. I was into creating things. So I said, fuck unique products, stop writing code, stop trying to build a unique product and just build something you know people pay for. And uh, the last thing you, you mentioned about the book, Atomic Habits, that had a huge impact on me as well. Uh, because, you know, motivation is super overrated, I think. Like, and even if, I don't know, someone gets inspired uh, by a motivational video on YouTube or Gary Vee or whatever, I don't know. Uh, on a random Wednesday, when it's cold outside and you don't want to get out of bed, Gary Vee won't lift you up. Uh, like, you want habits. You don't want motivation. And you don't want discipline. Discipline is also overrated, I think. You want something like brushing your teeth. Have you heard anyone say, you know what, this summer, so this summer I wasn't really brushing my teeth. I, I, I'm not, uh, I've left that. No, we all brush our teeth year round. Like it's a habit that you don't even think about it. And that's the important thing to in your life, which shouldn't be many. There should be like one or two. This would be like brushing your teeth. You don't even think about it. And uh, this book really opened my mind to that, that habits are everything, basically. And uh, you mentioned uh, just a moment ago, you, you started uh, chasing these um, unique ideas chasing the the ideas that will change the world that will make you next Elon Musk or, or whatever so you switched uh, to chasing the bore boring the idea boring ideas if I understood you correctly so uh, so how how uh, I mean uh, how it looked like to actually chase a boring idea I mean uh, do you search it somewhere do you I don't know uh, in terms of like uh, uh, do you, do you, I don't know, get on some forums to, to see what other people are doing and, uh, what's, what can be easily done. And especially, uh, you said like, uh, you don't want to actually code it, but you, you want to go with some, for example, no code solutions and, but just to seek for the pro, uh, to actual problems, uh, to solve. So maybe to, to, uh, describe a little bit how you approach in, in searching for, uh, boring the uh, boring ideas and in the end so uh we, without any insults but uh, uh cyber leads as you also said it kinds is kind of a boring idea i mean not uh, not something uh, uh that is uh, revolutionary 
so in the end, uh, you get the idea about that, about start starting even that, if, if, if that's correct, uh, if, if I may say. But uh, how, how did you approach? I mean, how did you even start with that? So was it this uh, changing the mindset from the book that you read? And uh, did it come after that? Or was it something in parallel? Okay, so uh, let's take a step back. There are two approaches in, in building products, businesses, whatever. There's the shotgun approach from one side, uh, which is, uh, okay, throw spaghetti on the wall. And if one sticks, boom, focus on that one. And then there's the, the sniper approach. These are my, my name in conventions. It's not, it's not, I don't know if anyone calls them this way. Uh, which is the sniper approach is, okay, I have this idea. I'm locking into this idea. I'm going to make this fucker work. I mean, one year, two years, three years, both have worked for different kinds of people. Okay. And I, I also personally tried both of them. I tried building many products, like having ideas. You write them out, down on your notebook. You see them. You estimate how long will this take me. One week, boom. Do it, launch it. Good, bad. Do we focus or do we scrap it? And you go on and go on. And I also, with with this approach, like that, that was the whole 2018, I, I followed this approach and I went from zero experience uh, to having launched 15 products, I think, and uh, uh, reaching 200 MRR, which to me, that was crazy, you know, 200 dollars every month without doing anything that is crazy in, in greece i was getting just for context in greece i was getting paid 500 dollars per month working full-time okay uh, in 2019 i followed the, the sniper approach which basically means you know i i took epilepsy blocker because i fell in love with that idea and i said i'm gonna make this work I tried one thing, you know, I tried the consumer thing, it didn't work. I tried talking to charities. I, I was cold calling charities in Canada and the US and London, everywhere, trying to find if they could help me, promote me, uh, work together, you know, give it for free if they could sponsor me, whatever. Then I would go to TV networks because TV networks, they, uh, in some countries, they have to, uh, they have to warn people that, you know, the following program is dangerous for people with photosensitive epilepsy. So I went there, had some meetings with some CTOs of some huge telecommunication network in Greece. Like I really tried and it didn't go anywhere. So at the end of 2019, I accept this job. I leave. I go to Italy from Greece. I'm originally from Greece and I flew to Milan. And I'm to myself, okay, this is it now. I have a full-time job. I don't have all the all these hours every day. I really have to uh, concentrate here and come up with a plan. And then that's when I wrote. For me, I think it was huge. I wrote the two years of indie hacking. It's a, it's a very long piece, uh, blog post, uh, where I describe every single one of the products I built inside two years. What happened? What went? What went right? What went wrong? All the numbers, like upvotes on Product Hunt, everything. And that really helped me uh, come up with a plan. Like, okay, I'm going to take the shotgun approach. 
And one last thing is that I went through the Indie Hackers archive on the podcast because, uh, you know, I'm a big fan, uh, obviously. And uh, I saw many people, Bruno, that they may preach that it's good to focus on one idea for a long time. But as, as, the, great, as the great Nassim Taleb says, don't tell me what you think, show me your portfolio. So I, I, I noticed a pattern there that all these makers, which I looked up to, had traction from the beginning. And that solved my, my, my dilemma. I said, fuck it, I'm gonna go shotgun. So then it started, okay, so I have my priorities flipped up, I have my plan, I have my strategy, I have my program, I wake up in the morning. So what do I do? How, do I, how, did, how did I find this idea? It's almost like in a dream, you know, in a dream that you, you think back and you try to, uh, to explain what happened. It was luck. And I'm going to say it like uh, without any, any shame. It was luck. But when you try for two and a half years, you're going to get lucky at some point. Uh, so I was looking for ideas. I was writing them down as I always do. And I found a blog post about a guy who went idea hunting on Reddit. And that was super interesting to me, you know, idea hunting, what is that? So, this guy, you know that myth that scratch your own itch? Well, it's not a myth, it works many, many, many times. Uh, but, you know, these are, there are always exceptions to the rule. And this guy, he didn't scratch his own itch, he went to Reddit and he found a fantastic idea and he executed and he's making like 10K per month every month. So I said, okay, let's do the same thing. Uh, let's go on Reddit, start going undercover, asking questions, trying to find like an idea and a problem and stuff, and uh, try to find something to build. It didn't work that way. Uh, like top-down approaches, like master plans, uh, don't really work that well. I did get some ideas. I did end up end up launching them, but no great results. But then one day, like. Sorry for the long story, for the most uneventful discovery of idea. There wasn't any epiphany, like walking down, I don't know, Brooklyn Bridge, and I had this idea. No, I was on Reddit, and I see a post that says, the list of the, uh, the fastest growing startups, re recently funded startups, something like that. So I see a post with, uh, with a list of startups that just raised money. And I see that it did really well, and I, I look it up, and then I start Googling around and I found around 10 companies basically providing the same uh, information to, to different kinds of people and they're all making a lot of money. So there were people providing this information to journalists, uh, others as a business intelligence platform, others to people that want to find a job, others to sales teams, uh, others, uh, I don't know, you name it, as a database, as a newsletter, as a, uh, like a, a report, anything. So the same, the same information in many different ways and they're all making money. And I'm like, okay, this is very interesting. And uh, also like the newsletter uh, approach, I, I'm a big fan of it because it really reduces friction. And the most important thing, you can launch without a product. So all these like, Although this may seem uh, overly simplistic, 
I think you need experience and trial and error again and again and again and again and again, just so you can notice something like this. Like 2018, Alex wouldn't have noticed this. Or even worse, he would have noticed it and say, oh, it's taken as if it's a fucking bus seat or something. Uh, so I find it. From my previous launches, I knew what was, you know, not needed. Like in my first launch, I understood that the .com domain doesn't mean shit for validation. People don't care if you have a .com or .com. In my second launch, I realized that having a professional logo won't make you or break you either. In my third launch, I realized that those extra features that I thought that I needed didn't make me or break me either. So blah, 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 blah. Two years down the line, I know that I don't need anything. All I need is a landing page and a Gumroad subscription. I didn't even code like the, the Stripe checkout or something. So I build it, I launch it, and I get pretty uneventful, uneventful uh, launch, and I get uh, 10 paying customers. And that's it. And that's how it started. But it took a long time to get there. So you actually launched... Uh product on product hunt without product <laughs> Don't so, tell but anyone. in the end it was uh, <laughs> yeah but in the end it, it is it is it is a product but uh yeah there, there are a few things that that you mentioned that i, I also want to uh, not repeat but uh, also to just to to, to draw the attention to, to, to that so uh, yeah you you noticed uh, how many of them are already exists but uh, they are also uh, for different purposes so for lead generation for i don't know so industry a industry b industry c and uh, internet is not really uh, i mean this whole kind of business is not really a zero sum game so uh, you you can find your own place uh, where whatever you are you are trying uh, to do i mean at least you you should uh, try and this uh, all um, um, uh, what what how, what you are describing how it uh, took before even spotting the idea is kind of a perfect analogy i mean with uh, with uh, real world what you are doing so try this try that uh, product third second uh, i don't know fourth fifth product and doesn't work and from each of those uh, you get some kind of uh, um, bag of experience uh, that that you can pick uh, with you or some tool or uh, or even mindset so as as you said so 2018 alex wouldn't even maybe notice this as a as a business opportunity but uh, and now now you are here and uh, you actually have like you said uh, even from the starting as uh, so day day one you get uh, after launching uh, you get 10 paying uh, customers which are uh, paying customers in terms monthly recurring revenue. So uh, you already had this uh, validation and uh, maybe it, it helped you a little bit to see that uh, other uh, products, similar products are already validated. So there are demand and there is also there is still people who are actually pa uh, paying for it and uh, actually actually buying. But it's pretty much uh, this. This is uh, pretty much a big takeaway from this uh, whole story is uh, that these success doesn't come overnight. So people when so someone's seeing like, okay, yeah, he's launching a newsletter and he's making a money, but that's 
not, not really true. I mean, everyone can launch a, a newsletter, but you need to, to sense that moment uh, and uh, to realize what's that that people could eventually buy and eventually pay, pay the money for. And uh, yeah, some, sometimes it seems that uh, some, some really simple products are actually uh, making money and uh, all, all the you need is to, um, let's say, n not train yourself, but uh, focus or I don't know, how to express myself so you need to to train yourself to spot those um, uh, those situations and the best training is actually by starting doing things start doing some small ideas it doesn't have to be uh, I don't know next big thing uh, start start with something that uh, I don't know you, you even mentioned uh, scratch your own itch but uh, who, who cares uh, start start with some really some automated script that you made for your, I don't know, everyday task. Maybe you are not only one, but you will learn something from it. Release, uh, I don't know, write, write something, uh, some manual, git manual or whatever, sell it, try to sell it on, you said Gumroad or whatever, but pull out something from that. So uh, try to learn how, how the selling work, how the copy, uh, writing copy, how, how to convince someone to actually buy something that you are selling. But uh, from, from each of these tiny, uh, tiny projects, uh, you, get, you get something. And uh, uh, these successful uh, things uh, are not happening overnight. So they are many years in, in, in the making. So uh, even this, uh, for example, this cyber leads, uh, as you said, you were working for it uh, on that for like uh, last six six months, if that's correct. But I would say uh, as well that uh, th those first two years are actually also kind of uh, indirectly having a, a big impact what the cyber leads uh, will uh, eventually uh, become. So, yeah. I, I agree. I think you you said it perfectly. Like Bruno, I was so mad when I got ten paying customers. It's not even funny. I was like, "What the fuck was I doing two and a half years?" But then, through reflecting, I understood that you know, it, I would never like physically. I may I may be able to do it like the same way. I don't know. Like a top chess player, you can move the pieces like a top chess player can. You can physically, but you cannot because you don't have the experience he has. So even though this might sound super simple, like, okay, the guy just took an idea, which wasn't even his own. He built a landing page and he launched and then he's promoting it on Twitter or whatever. He's promoting it and that's what he did. Yes, but also like I couldn't, I couldn't do that two years ago, but I mean, they're more talented people than me. I see some makers come in and make noise straight away, like in three months, like Danny that you heard earlier. I think he's only built a few products and he took straight away. Some people are super talented. Other people need more time. Uh, for me, it took <laughs> nearly three years. Well, also uh, in my first episode, I think, uh, which I, uh, when I talked with Arvid, he's also making these things for 10, 15 years. So it's... Uh, uh, it's it's just a, a game of trial and error so you need to find something until uh, you you just hit the i don't know uh until until you find find that perfect thing that that uh, actually, actually uh, works for you and uh, i like what what you said with this uh, 
ideas like uh, picking picking the ideas i mean treating the ideas like they are bus seats so i mean that's that's also ch- ch- changing uh, the mindset so before like 2018 alex would be like uh, ah this is there's some, somebody already working on this no i i, sh- I should pick onto onto another another idea and uh, yeah that's also uh, I mean, you obviously shouldn't uh, just copycat the idea, actually, idea, that, that's uh, for sure. But there's uh, plenty of room uh, to make another competition uh, product, maybe even better. Maybe uh, uh, sometimes people are thinking like uh, there, there is this already uh, full, I don't know, full feature product that do like, I don't know, 2000 has 2000 features in it and it's covering everything but then come uh, when you think again maybe people are bored uh, of that big uh, product that solves so many of their problems maybe they just want that tiny uh, fraction of the problems to be solved and you have this uh, ability to to jump in okay it's the same area it's the same uh, product it's the same purpose but you only solve this uh, the fraction tiny little bit uh, and maybe you can even i don't know charge even way more or less money way less money uh, on that and that that's the the mindset that uh, even if someone is doing it even big players or uh, don't be afraid to start uh, doing something uh, on your own so don't be afraid to uh, don't don't go into that uh, okay this is taken i'm going to because eventually you will fi- find yourself in a full bus and uh, you won't have a, s- a seat to to uh, uh, to to take and uh, you will just uh, went off on the next station and uh, the game is over for yeah. you so- yeah mate you're against yourself and that's it you're not against anyone else like the internet is so big if you think that i don't know the internet can't handle you and one other player you're you're crazy the internet can cannot handle you do you know how many 100 million per year businesses are competing in the same market there's so much money flowing out there all you have to do is put your little bucket and collect some especially when we're talking about i don't know 10k per month we're not talking about building uh, the next Facebook or the next Instagram or the next Twitter. That's another game, and that's not my game. My game is go in, of course, fair play. Like I like competition. I like fair competition. Like uh, I don't like when everything overlaps. Like you have the same product, and you're selling to the same people, and you're using the same distribution channels and you're using the same way to approach the customer like that is okay that is like you're fishing in a river and uh you know if the guy sits on the opposite bank of the river there's no problem uh if he sits next to you but he's fishing for another type of fish that's no problem but if he comes next to you he's fishing the same type of fish as you and he's sitting right next to you on the same river on the same bank and like what the fuck man move over there's enough room for everyone but don't bash heads you know and copycats do that. Like they will bash heads with others and they're just causing problems to themselves as well. So this is a nice analogy I like to use. Let's say there's a energy drink company, okay? And they position themselves as the most delicious energy drink you've ever drunk in your life, okay? And you take exactly the same product, exactly the same, and you name it, Bruno Beast, okay? 
and you sell it, you say, okay, this is the energy drink you need to lift those weights and hit your next PR in the gym. Are you competing? Hmm, not really, even though you have exactly the same product. Or you could have, I don't know, and later down the line, the products will change a lot because those people will add, I don't know, like mint, and you will add like creatine in your drink. So down the line, they will change. So that's what happened with me. Like with some people, we were pretty close. And now uh, I've built like specific features for agencies like uh, uh, forecasting, if they will need design agencies, if they will need like uh, uh, engineering agencies or whatever. Uh, even adding like, uh, I don't know, nonprofits because they need agencies. Like you cater to your audience and then you're not competing with every, anyone. Uh, and that's the best thing I think about the internet. There's room for everyone. Yeah, and AI, yeah, you definitely show it with, with the cyber leads. I mean, you were sharing this, uh, the graph of rising MRR. So uh, maybe you can talk a little bit uh, on that, but uh, just uh, just to, to, to give the uh, what, what I have in mind. So there is this line expectation versus uh, reality. So maybe if you want to share a bit also, if, if you want to share some numbers uh, as well, yes. I mean, if you no, of course, I, I share everything. And honestly, I share everything from numbers to uh, my my strategy to anything. Because again, uh, I'm competing against myself. People have copycat me as well. They have run ads against my name. They have uh, what else? They've stolen my data and put it out for free. Other people have stolen my data and sold it as their own. Uh, other people have read my blog and they know everything I do. And they even talk like me on Twitter sometimes and they try to promote the same product. Like they've done everything, but guess what? They cannot stop you because the internet is so big. Even if they do exactly the same thing as you, they cannot stop you. Anyway, that's my opinion. Other people have other opinions and I respect that. Uh, but yeah, what you were talking about the graph earlier, Expectation versus reality. When I started in 2018, my goal was 500 MRR. Like that means 500 monthly recurring revenue. So $500 every month coming in, uh, I don't know, like pretty confidently, like people are paying every month. But I start and, you know, things never go according to plan. So I, I hit like a, a mental barrier because that was nothing else than a mental barrier. The first six months I developed my skills, I launched many products like we talked about earlier. I made my first money online. I was like, what the fuck is happening so quickly? I was already at 50 bucks per month. And I'm like, okay, that's it. I only need to 10X this. And the ball has started. That was the easy part, right? But then I hit a wall. And the wall was completely mental. Like it was that I was chasing consumer products. It was that I was afraid to compete. I was afraid of companies. That was another thing that I got from my full-time job. That's another story, but I don't want to overcomplicate things. Uh, basically, the graph Bruno is talking about is uh, a graph that shows that for two years, I'm in between 50 and 150 uh, monthly recurring revenue. And I cannot break that. No matter how many products I build, no matter how much I focus on a single product, Everything I'm working does not work. So there's a quote I love that says, when in doubt, do the exact opposite of what you've been doing. So I was stuck, obviously. And 
I didn't want to get a job. That was like my worst nightmare to get a full-time job. But I was so stuck that I said, fuck it. I'm going to go and get another job because that's what I deserve, actually. So I fly to Italy and uh, I'm actually in this in this same room still. And I'm lying down on my bed. And actually, no one knows about this apart from my family and my friends. Uh, but uh, when I set my alarm clock, I started crying like a child because I, I felt like, oh, fuck, I'm, a, I'm an adult now. I'm going to work tomorrow. That's it. My dreams are done. There's no way I'm going to do this. That was it. I tried. I had time. I was given the time. But I couldn't make it. And th that's on me. Like, I'm not talented enough or whatever. Um, I go to work. It was in the office. It was in the beginning. I'm a shy guy. I was not you know, really close with the people there, I was super tired. And I felt like total shit, you know? And, uh, uh, but the, the important thing is that I saw companies from the inside. I saw that when you're competing with a company, you're not competing against, I don't know, 50 people. You're competing against five people. The other 45 people are bored and you have to understand that. They have their own problems, their own insecurities, their own dreams, their own aspirations, their families, their wife, their kids, their husband, I don't know. The company is not their life. So they just log into Jira, they find their tasks, they do them, okay, if they're late, they're late. Whatever the product manager says, okay, let's try and postpone this. And they are also slow for that reason. So uh, an indie hacker can pivot in a day, like I can start, I started like general B2B sales with Cyberleads. And then one day I was going through my customers and I, I noticed that the customers I loved the most were CEOs from agencies because they were easy to handle. We were speaking the same language. They, they were lovely. And I really love uh, working with them. And also they can close one deal and make their money back 100 times to 1,000 times actually. So uh, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna pivot. And I pivot in one day. You know how long companies need to pivot? They need to hold meetings, plural, to change the color of one button. That's how fast they move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a big thing. So that graph, it broke when I started working for our company. So whoever's watching this and thinks that his company uh, starting a job might kill his dreams. Uh, for me, I would advise you to, uh, when in doubt, do what you're afraid to do. Move abroad, because that was a big thing. I went back to Greece now, Bruno, and oh boy, it felt like going back, like the same buildings, the same environment, no, no inspiration in there. Move abroad, start a job, that would be my... my uh, my advice and that was my advice to my best friend because he also hates his job <laughs> so yeah uh i remember that uh, when you first tweeted like uh, you have your first uh paying customer and you use put that uh, 50 dollars uh first 50 dollars and uh, all of that excite uh, excite excitement uh, about about that and it, it was pretty uh for me i like to see when people are actually doing doing things and uh, actually making money is uh, money especially from these uh, indie hacker projects and uh, and i also remember uh, i i know that period of time it was no such tweets 
so for for some time and then again uh, you you then reported even bigger number so probably this was that uh, uh, as you said this uh, when you hit the wall and uh, when when things uh, actually actually changed changed so you you actually had uh, this uh, uh, if i understood you correctly it's it was more like a mental uh, barrier or mental uh, obstacle or well, what you are doing and uh, question probably maybe even questioning yourself what you are doing why you are doing things and uh, so you actually do the quite the opposite you started yeah. a full-time job yeah. and uh, <laughs> like a, a huge thing was the, the daily blog i write like a daily blog and uh, like if you told me that a year ago what the fuck you write like a journal well, who are you but it really helps with uh, rationalizing your thoughts and saying okay what did i do today okay basically i did fuck all right i was i don't know uh doing market research or uh redesigning landing page that is pretend work that's not proper work my blog really helped me see okay what the fuck are you really doing what are the two things you can do today that will move your business forward or your life forward, whatever. Like, what is it? Working out and spending time with your kids, those two. That's it. You don't need fucking 500 things to do every day. Uh, so, yeah, the blog really helped with self reflecting. And uh, that Atomic Habits book, that was huge for me. Like, uh, cultivating these habits. And that tweet actually was probably the turning point for me, exactly like you said. Because, okay, you launch on Product Hunt and it goes well. Then what? Then what? If you cannot bring a single customer, then what? What happens? Nothing. So I tried everything with Cyberleads. I launch, I get 10 customers, and then I'm like, okay, well, what now? So I, I go on Quora, I go on Reddit, I go on Hacker News. I go on, I don't know, cold emails, everything. And uh, I also post on Twitter. And that was like, you know, like a side effect. Okay, maybe I can build a bit of an audience. Okay. And then one day, that day actually, uh, I was preparing to see a film with my with my girlfriend and I wasn't even gonna tweet. That's the funniest thing. Like, you, you never know what will happen. So you have to really stick with your habits. I wasn't even going to uh, post that because that customer, I didn't get at that point. I got it the previous day. Okay, that's, uh, I wrote, uh, got my first, but that was actually the previous day. I didn't know what to tweet and I wanted to tweet once per day. So my girlfriend was like, okay, let's watch a movie. Now. Okay, fine, let me tweet. I don't know. Uh, I, yesterday I got that $50 from that customer. So bah, 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 post it. I go to sleep. I don't even see anything. The next day I wake up and it's chaos, you know, I'm like, what the fuck, really? And I got like another 10 customers nearly from that. I'm like, okay, fuck, this is it now. I have my product and I have my distribution channel. And that's, that's where the fun begins. From then on, you don't have to be super creative, uh, like an artist. Then you have to become an athlete, you know, you have to put the work in, you know exactly what you do. Uh, Jordan O'Connor, I think his name is, uh, from Twitter. He he has a fantastic blog, and he really helped me be ready for this moment, because uh, he has documented the, the the progress of his product. He has went from zero to thirty thousand dollars every month, so one thousand dollars every day uh, passively. Uh, 
uh, and uh, he has also one product and one distribution channel. And when I saw that, I'm like, okay, again, a step back. Okay, okay, don't don't rush things. You have one product and one distribution channel. Double down on those motherfuckers and don't try. Because I was really tempted in SEO and writing blog posts. No, double down on the on things that are working for you, and you will go a long way. And that's when the graph changed. I found the product and the distribution channel because you have to find both of them. Otherwise, like. Do you want me to give you an idea for free that has product market fit? Okay, uh, Facebook. You have it. Now what? You need the distribution channel. That's the most important thing that no one talks about. And the ability to use that, to utilize that distribution channel in a way that is not slutty for you, you know? Yeah, like if my marketing was, hey guys, use the promo code Bruno Talks and get 10% off and retweet it. I wouldn't do it, then I wouldn't be in this situation now. Whereas now my marketing is, hey, I'm Alex, I'm trying to gain my freedom, and I'm not selling anything to anyone. And that's, the best marketing is no marketing. No one wants to be sold anything. Yeah, uh, when you are, you said that uh, in Greece, uh, like a full-time job, the salary is kind of uh, 500 uh, uh, euros or dollars or, or whatever. And now when you compare your uh, income from this uh, from this uh, project and uh, comparing it to the I don't know that uh, with the income that your friends or I don't know relatives or whoever in Greece is making. So uh, what how, how do you feel about that? How do you feel uh, uh, about accomplishing this uh, this thing? Because it's clearly a kind of change of uh, uh, in a lifestyle or I don't know I mean it's uh, it's still in a growing phase it's still like you said it's uh, maybe it will become even bigger maybe it will I don't know hit the roof but uh, uh, from your point of view now uh, do, you, do you ever reflect on that uh, so maybe compare it to what other peoples are doing uh, do they uh, kind of uh, is there are, are there any kind of negative feelings or feedbacks like okay now you are sending a newsletter or whatever and you are making four times as me or some, something like Thankfully, that. Thankfully no, because I, I've only shared it like with friends and they they really know because I won't shut the fuck about building side products and businesses. Like uh, it's something I can talk about for hours and hours. So they knew how, how long I had spent and how many tries I had uh, done. So everyone said, okay, man, because uh, I'm pinching myself. Like I, I don't believe this is happening. And what the fuck? Six months ago, I was making fifty dollars per month, and now I'm making my day job that they pay me super well. Uh, I'm making like uh, from cyber leads. I, I made four k in net revenue because you know annual subscriptions are doing well some months, uh, and I'm like I'm making six seven k. What the fuck? Me really? So I went back to Greece, and I told you what my salary was like two years ago. But at the same time. Uh, I I don't feel like I'm standing on solid ground because uh, I've only been running Cyberleads for six months. You never know what might happen. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to upgrade my lifestyle or whatever. Like uh, I don't like things. I like money because I like what money can give you, like security, freedom, 
financial, uh, time-wise, location-wise, not being afraid of an illness or sickness. Uh, freedom is what I want mostly. And I know that money is the vehicle, so I do like money. But at the same time, I don't like things, so I haven't bought anything uh, since then. Uh, when I went to Greece, um, yeah, my friends were mostly really happy for me. No negative uh, responses. That that's 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 great to hear. I mean, I didn't suppose that uh, you get some negative feedback from your friends, but maybe if you if uh, people in in your surroundings in Greece know what you are doing, but I wasn't aware that uh, you were sharing it only with with uh, with uh, closer friends. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like sometimes, man, I wake up and uh, like I might get an annual subscriber. Like once when I went viral on Twitter, I got like a, an annual subscriber in, in the morning and I was drinking my coffee and I made while I was drinking my espresso as much as I made uh, as a software engineer two years ago in a month, full time working. I'm like, man, life is not fair. Uh, you have to play the game, though. You have to learn what the game is like and be good at it. So I don't really talk about it because it's not fair per se, but but you spotted a chance, uh, you acted upon it, uh, you made a product uh, and yeah, now, now you are enjoying the, the, this, these funny parts, let's say, of uh, yeah, bringing, getting, getting the actual revenue. And uh, yeah, I, I like how you think also about it's, uh, it's not a solid ground, so you are not changing your lifestyle because yeah, as you said, something can change dramatically i mean i'm always thinking like that as, as well so uh yeah today is today i don't know who knows what tomorrow brings so uh you will never know so it's it's not if it's not like a natural uh to change completely lifestyle so don't do it don't don't force it just because you can so for example uh i don't know bringing a new flat or new car or if you cannot afford it i mean uh so from 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 that point of view i i like what what you are how, how you are thinking about that so you are building only this uh, uh for six months who knows maybe in a year it can i don't know triple uh in in the in the in the re the revenues can triple up but uh yeah who knows it can also go uh downwards so uh, it's it's kind of reality and the reality kicks in uh, sometimes uh, very hard so are you doing any uh, so yeah you you said that uh, yeah now the creative parts uh, slowly uh, gets down but now you are at least more now you have to, to yeah, you need to have uh, to be in the shape to be in the con perfect condition to uh, to to serve everything and uh, are you doing any kind of uh, uh, thinking about next products or are you focused uh, at the moment solely on uh, cyber leads? Just doubling down because I was so uh, I was working on momentum even when I launched cyber leads and I had 10, 10 paying customers. Uh, I built the, the list. Uh, and I have a look at the sources and I'm getting all these ideas. Okay, maybe I can make it the same list, but sell it, make it customized and sell it to them or to them or to the other person. And I actually launched like a second product on Product Hunt and uh, it went nowhere because I don't know why. You never know. And I was so angry at myself, like, what the fuck are you doing? You just, you, you have what you were looking for for two and a half years. Why, why take your energy out of this? So I'm doubling down with 
cyber leads and I'm doubling down on my distribution channel that is working at the moment, which is Twitter. And uh, yeah, that's basically what, what I'm working on right now. Not, nothing super creative, just doing the two things, two, three, four things that I know that will bring me those results and just waiting and take myself away because although the inputs are up to me, I cannot make someone take his wallet out and put, take his credit card out. You cannot do that. There's so many things that go on that you can just put in the inputs and wait. And that's something uh, that I, I didn't know before having like a proper business that is running. Like while building projects, I thought everything is up to me. I have to do a good job. I have to build it correctly. The copywriting, yes, this, that. No, you're not as powerful as you think you are. Uh, and that's why ideas are important. I hate the notion, ideas are nothing, execution is everything. Ideas are nothing and everything at the same time. They are and nothing they, they because, yes, 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 they have to combine. Like, uh, I love uh, Cotland Allen from Indie Hackers' approach on this. He says, you can easily get, uh, find a 10 times better idea it's so difficult to, to become a 10 times better executioner. Like it's very difficult. But a 10 times better idea is very easy to find. Uh, so yeah, uh, what were we talking about before this? Uh, well, uh, I was asking, uh, how, I mean, the, the general question was, uh, how are you uh, are you sp sparing some time to work on some other uh, Yeah, projects? yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember now. Um, yeah, and before that was in about lifestyle and stuff. Yeah, lifestyle. About buying stuff. No, man, I'm, I'm living my dream. And, and I remind me that every single day because that's a big mistake as well. Uh, I, I launched, I had everything, and then I was thinking, what's next? What's next? I hate that question. And I'm, you're living your dream. Uh, admit it because it's very hard to admit. Uh, and blog uh, writing my blogs really helped with that. It's so difficult to admit that you have everything you want because then what's your excuse not being happy and content? Uh, so let's say, how many, how many times have we done that? Like when I have that, then I'll be happy. And you have it and you say, no, 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 I meant when I have that, I'll be happy. Yeah, but I'm really trying to not upgrade my lifestyle, not anything. I have everything. And that's how I'm trying to live right now. And that, that's good to hear. And also good to hear that you are actually found uh, what, what works for you and that you are just, uh, as you said, doubling uh, this uh, traction, uh, this uh, channels. So I also read, read that in, in, uh, in this book. Uh, I, don't know f I don't know full name of the book, but it's traction, getting your customers. It's uh, from the, the, the founder of DuckDuckGo. And uh, I don't know, the, the two guys actually wrote that book. There are actually like 17 or 19, uh, 19. channel, 19, yeah. 19 uh, channels, uh, how you can uh, uh, how can you advertise and uh, 19 channels where you can place your product and uh, it actually has the, even this uh, kind of framework uh, it's bullseye framework I think so you first uh, think you, you go through all of those uh, uh, things and see even if you're biased uh, if you think that things cannot work uh, for you just go go with the channel and see uh, if if there are any results and then pick, I don't know, tens that uh, 
I don't know, had uh, had some results. And then out of those 10, pick, I don't know, five or three. And then find that one uh, actual channel, traction channel that works and then just amplify it, then just uh, work on it. And uh, it seems like what you did here. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's a really good book. And actually, you nailed it. I read exactly that book. Uh, and I read about those 19... Uh, channels and I picked some that I thought were good fits. I dabbled with everything, and then when that tweet went viral, I said, "Okay, this is it. Double down on this," and that was it. And it works. So yeah, uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah we had pretty much a good chat here. So I, I would like to now to close close the episode. It's uh, it's pretty much fitting. I mean, the time just uh, flied, uh, but yeah. Uh, Wait, we're one hour. <laughs> well, apparently. <laughs> no way, really. So, so we'll... yeah, I mean, uh, we, with all of this uh, uh, introduction minutes, but uh, yeah, it is uh, one hour that we talked. But yeah, in the end, uh, the main takeaways of this episode, what I would like to to uh, to be is that uh, uh, you cannot uh, gain success overnight. So you cannot have a successful product overnight. You you need to start. Uh, actually trying start start trying now start trying with a simple idea and uh, after fifth idea after 10th idea after 20th 50th idea maybe maybe you will just get that uh, uh, golden goose or I don't know how, how, how to say it uh, this way so yeah Alex did that with uh, with the cyber leads uh, uh, he's uh, as he said he's still pinching himself he cannot believe that actually uh, people are uh, paying it but yeah he find find the product but it's also about the starting of that whole journey about changing the mindset so uh, in order to spot the some uh, uh, opportunities business opportunities it doesn't have to be big business opportunities it, it can also be some small smaller uh, amount of uh, money of monthly income so it's that's pretty much it and uh, in these days we have internet we have uh, open resources we have free resources we can learn to code we we can even learn how to know code so that that's also a thing and especially you can achieve uh, a lot of th uh, things with that and in the end you can achieve what alex was saying you can achieve uh, freedom so it's not about uh, yeah getting uh, the money I mean, uh, not actually freedom in terms like to go where, where you want, but uh, uh, f independence, f uh, financial independence, I don't know, uh, to buy things that uh, that you want to actually buy. But uh, yeah, not thinking if uh, if something will come come on your way so that you couldn't afford, I don't know, in the uh, where to live or I don't know, things, things like that. So yeah, money definitely, uh, yeah. It, it, it can buy happiness as, as they say in in certain in certain way but it's not not really about buying happiness it's uh, about uh, having this uh, independence so yeah uh, yeah that would be it for this episode uh, i hope that you have some main takeaways from it and uh, that you are starting uh, i don't know uh, even to to think about what what can you uh, do next or maybe even to start working from yourself as Alex said so it's not about changing the world actually it's about changing you first and then uh, maybe they eventually will make made some impacts uh, on it so thanks again Alex so thanks for being my guest it was really a pleasure uh, so yeah and also thanks there's thanks 
people for listening and uh, for for watching this episode. Thank you for having me. And if, if I can add the last thing, I think it's pretty important. Um, don't give up since we're talking about like freedom and stuff. I don't want to be like a motivational speaker or whatever, but just it's not going to be easy. And we're talking about something super important. Like you, if you give up after two tries and you want your freedom, you don't want it bad enough. Uh, build many things because you cannot really learn by with books. Again, uh, like my sister would disagree and kill me, but uh, as Nassim Taleb says, like people learn from doing and not from learning. Uh, so do things and uh, like a, a Bruce Lee philosophy, keep what works, discard what does not work, try new things, rinse and repeat. And that's uh, basically all you need not to give up. Yeah. That's a nice wrap up and uh, to thanks for that. So yeah, don't, don't give up after first fail. Don't give up after fifth fail. Just try uh, and persevere as, as much as possible. Yeah, you only need one product, nothing else. Yeah, thank you for having me.